if you're Texas A&M, do you think of Josh Heupel as a great candidate if uh, something doesn't work out with Jimbo, which it's not? Let me bring Jimmy in on this. Jimmy Himes joins us, uh, Hall of Famer in every sense of the word. How are you, Jim? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. Yeah, yes, yes A&M. Josh Heupel. Would they be, uh, would yeah, Josh would they be Heupel crazy be to call Josh great? Go ahead. No, they wouldn't be crazy. In fact, they should. Uh, not that he would go there, but why not call him? I mean, look what he's done with Tennessee, with Tennessee's offense. What's one of Jimbo Fisher's biggest problems at A&M? He can't get an offense to score consistently. And Heupel would. Heupel would take A&M's talent, and he would average probably 40 points a game. Uh, I just I, I just, just think that um, – uh, Fisher is an overcoach. He's been an overrated coach. He was lucky to have Jameis Winston. Uh, he's only had one good team at A&M, but in spite of all the resources. Uh, of course, it's tough to fire a guy and then pay him $77 million. And then when you go ahead and hire somebody, you're going to have to pay that guy a ton of money, too. Would I call Hypo? Absolutely. Do I think Hypo would go to A&M? I don't. I think he'd stay at Tennessee. Okay, let me, let me ask a follow-up. Why, why, do, why do you say that? Why do you think he would stay? I think he's loyal to Tennessee. Now I'll say this: if A&M comes in and offers him 15 million a year, uh-oh. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if they'd want to do that in lieu of a 77 million dollar buyout. Are they going to say, "Hey, we're a little bit limited in our funds here"? I don't know. But somebody's got to pay that buyout. And so, when you do, are you able to go out and hire a coach for 10, 12, 15 million dollars? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they do. But I think that. All things being equal, salary being equal, and so forth. He, I think he's loyal to Tennessee. He loves Knoxville. He loves what Tennessee has offered him. Tennessee gave him a chance to coach at a big-time level. He appreciates that a little bit like Tony Vitello. I don't see Vitello leaving Tennessee. I think he's loyal to Tennessee because Tennessee gave him a shot at this level. And so I, I don't see uh, Hypo leaving for the same reasons I don't see Vitello leaving. Jimmy, I want to get to your column in a minute, but I guess where I'd start, I, I, I would, my last question on this though is, I understand your point. And if you look at history, Tennessee has had more success in history than Texas A&M. But I think that's largely due to Texas A&M being the Mets of college football, where they just had the resources <laughs> to be a top 10 program and have been too incompetent to be a top 10 program. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I think, you know, I, I, I wonder if Jimmy Haslam's running them, but okay, sorry. But, <laughs> um, but I, my question would be the money's one thing and Tennessee's a big time program, but the money, isn't it a little too, a lot easier to win if you go to Texas A&M too. And I know Tennessee fans don't want to hear that, but I mean, it, even now Texas A&M, I think we all agree has better talent than Tennessee. I, I think they do. And, and to your point, does A&M have more resources than Tennessee? Yes, they do do here's another thing i wonder about a&m just went out and signed that incredible class cup lost a lot of those players by the time those nil deals is the a&m job being made tough for a little bit by the fact texas is coming into your league because texas is still the number one yes, school yes. in that state and texas is going to get typically the best players in that state unless a&m pays them a little bit more through nil so I think a I think Texas coming into the league makes A&M job a little bit harder. I wasn't specifically looking to go this way, but now that we've got you, um, 
there, there was always out there, and perhaps if we would have done a little bit more digging, me included at the time, I would have said uh, this guy named Lane Kiffin would up and bolt for Southern California in a heartbeat. I don't think there's a school like that for Josh Heupel, considering the way things ended at Oklahoma. I thought NFL maybe, but assuming things go swimmingly at Tennessee, what is Josh Heupel's next job one day if you had to make a bet on it today? That's a good question. Uh, I don't think he goes NFL because I don't think NFL looks at his offense and says, yeah, that'll work at our level. You know, the NFL is kind of snobbish about stuff. It took him forever to decide that a guy like Jalen Hurts, who's a good runner, could play in the NFL. Now, Hurts has proven it, but we've not seen an offense like Tennessee's in the NFL. So I don't think the NFL is going to come after him. There, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some owner out there that is a visionary and looks out and says, hey, you know, let's try something different here. Uh, so I don't think it's going to be NFL. I don't think it's going to be Oklahoma, Dave. I think you hit it. I, I think the way he left, and he's still uh, bitter about uh, Stoops and Stoops' involvement in the program and Stoops' son still on that Oklahoma team. I don't see it as being Oklahoma. So where else does he go? I, I don't know. I don't think he has any marriage to Notre Dame, which is considered a prime job, nothing to Southern Cal, uh, nothing to Ohio State. Uh, maybe he can go to Michigan and, and get somebody to scout some games for him and went up <laughs> there. But I, I, don't, I don't see another place that just really strikes me as to where he would go. Um, look, I guess there is maybe, maybe Carolina would look and say, hey, this isn't working. Let's go, get, let's go try <clears throat> somebody that's got a unique offense. But it's hard for me to pinpoint any place that he would go. Um, I'll say this, though. If I had my choice in our hypo, I would go to Texas over Texas A&M. Now, the Texas job isn't open, right? Sarkeesian has has got them going pretty good right now. But but Texas would be a better job to me than A&M. And also considering that Mike Brown won a national championship there and averaged, what, 10 wins in about a 12-year period. Well, and I think there's a reason, too, that A&M was always viewed as the redheaded stepchild. And I can see mm-hmm. that I say that because I've got red hair and both my parents were remarried. But, uh, <laughs> Jimmy, I think that they can, you know, that you look over the course of history, they've been the redheaded stepchild. It looked like maybe they would move with their SEC moving and, um, and, and they would match Texas. But now Texas is going to be in the SEC. So I see them kind of sliding back into that role a little bit. I, I do too. And the thing that's really uh, mind boggling about that, I think this is still true. Uh, Jimbo Fisher through his tenure at A&M now has a worse record than Kevin Sumlin at the same point at A&M. Wow. You fired Sumlin and you brought in Fisher and played him, paid him this ridiculous salary. Uh, certainly schools should learn. You, you shouldn't give a buyout of that magnitude to anybody not named Nick Saban. Of course, Saban's too old now to lure away from Alabama. But, yeah, I think that uh, a- A&M is underachieved. They've been one of the biggest underachievers in this league because I'll agree with Caleb. Their resources are outstanding. They got money. You can take the second-tier players in Texas and be pretty darn good. Kind of like you could take, for a time, you could take the second-tier players in South Florida and be pretty darn good because they got that many players in the state. Uh, but, yeah, they have been one of the biggest underachievers, and I'm really surprised A&M has not had more success in the SEC than they have. Jimmy, I'm yeah. curious, uh, your your column – I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Caleb, but um, as far as your prediction column, 
is out. Portions of the program brought to you by Sports Treasures, carrying over $5 million in Sports Treasures and so much more. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia daily updates. Uh, go to Sports Treasures TN on Facebook and you will get the updates. But your thoughts on uh, Tennessee and Missouri this weekend? Yeah, um, so the premise of my column this week is if it gets right down to it, and Vegas has this as a pick'em game, so it should be an even game. To win the game in the last two minutes, would you rather have Tennessee's offense to go down and score, or would you rather have Tennessee's defense to stop Missouri? So I went back and forth with the stats both ways about which unit would you have the most confidence in. And based on the fact that Tennessee has scored 66 and 62 points in the last two games against Missouri, they've averaged over over 700 yards in those two games. They have averaged over 360 yards rushing in those two games. I picked the offense because I think Josh Heupel's offense has Missouri's defense number. Now, I know Missouri's better than it was. I get that. But I think, I really do think that uh, Tennessee's offense is the way I'd want to go. 